0: Views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, stock... Your engines! Good evening, America. Monday night, 6.05. Another edition of the award-winning Race Chatter Automobile Racing Program. Right here on Smokin' 99.9 WNRI. And that's on the FM dial on 1380 AM. Alexa, Apple, Streamer, TuneIn Radio, Simple Radio, and uh, many, many others. We've had a whole list for you. We started out last week on a Wednesday night. uh, One of the four Wednesday night once a month specials over at Thompson Speedway. And a packed house. I was a little worried, but with five minutes to go. Then it dawned on me, people had a day job, and they were traveling from work up to the uh, show in town, the only show in town in New England, last Wednesday night, and it was a late fill. But I would honestly say it was a good 92% capacity, and uh, they've got their money's worth just alone with the uh, battle that was in the late model race, never mind the other quality heats and quality racing they had. Uh, the next event for Thompson Speedway will be, let me see here, Wednesdays. These are Wednesday shows, once a month, uh, July 7th, and then August 11th, September 15th, and then the season calls mates with uh, the World Series October 8th through the 11th on the 2021 season. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is W N R I at yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. Happy birthdays today. One of my nieces, uh, Joanne Beaulieu. 42, and what a beautiful family she has. All boys, starting with the first letter J. And one of our own here in One Socket, our regular, uh, every other week host right here on one of the morning shows at WNRI, Lynn Kapiskis. also does, does a double duty as a school committee person right here in One Socket. Turns a very young 58. And my mentor and uh, town historian for the uh, Town of Barville Pat Mertens, celebrating a big birthday today. If you run into Pat or any of these other people, let him know you heard it on WNRI. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle, gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks, help your body to reinforce its immune response, hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rooties, Nature's Plus, Batlene's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk elderberry for flu remedies consumer friendly hours on monday through wednesday 10 to 6 p.m thursday to saturday 10 a.m to 5 p.m and sundays 11 a.m to 3 p.m harvestmoonhealthfoods.net unit 4 colonial plaza putnam connecticut 860-928-2352 proud sponsor of brian tag and the number nine in the late model at thompson speedway and what a night that number nine had at Thompson Speedway Wednesday night! I sat right above the family uh, crowding, uh, cheering section in the stands instead of in the press box. I sat actually with the fans throughout the night, and then I would go down to Victory Lane at the uh, uh, trophy presentation and the speeches and stuff like that. But the Tag family, oh, they went. Okay, this is what happened. Oxford, Massachusetts, Brian Tag driver of the number nine former champion in the late model division and uh went pole the pole to win the 25 lap late model feature after totally dominating his uh heat race i said they've got something under the hood there tonight because nobody come close to him in the heat race against some quality uh competition you know sometimes the heat races match up a lot of the heavy favorites against each other, and then other ones, uh, lesser car teams and stuff like that. Well, he beat the best in the heat. So I said, if he gets a good luck at a draw, and he should because of that showing, he should do very, very well in the future. Well, um, Brian also quickly disposed of the outside pole sitter, Matthew Lewinsky, low on the drop of the green. As the leader steadily pulled away to strum back, Uh, Ryan Morgan, Mark Jennison had a beautiful military-themed car again. I love how they do their graphics. And Bellingham, Maz, Woody Pitcat, right there that won both races last year in this division. And Tom Carey, the third, who was fresh off... The icebreaker win in that yellow number five and others jockey for position. In my opinion, this was a race within a race. Nobody was touching tag. He was hitting his marks. His father, uh, Tom, a former SK modified champion, is his uh, lead man on the headset and stuff like that, along with his uh, spotters. And he was hitting his marks, maintaining his speed. Uh, the track conditions were perfect for the car and the rubber around the track. Everything was going his way. And then the best thing in the world for Brian happened. A race behind him between uh, the number five, uh, unbelievable, with the 31. It must have lasted 10 to 13 laps. And Genties, Pit Cat, was stuck behind those two guys. You're talking Hall of Fame caliber races. And I'll tell you, Morgan you know, is the sleeper in that division with that black 31. But if you look at his record over five years, even at when he had a supplement driver, when he had his uh, wrist problem and they put a different driver in to keep the car going, that car continually won. And it was just a race within a race. I turned around, complete strangers that are sitting around me with their families, didn't know their first names. And they had such big smiles in their faces. And they goes, holy crap, what a race that was. And then the inexperienced persons, I hear them mimicking. Oh, no, it wasn't. Tag led the whole thing. He must have been illegal from start to finish. I don't know what race they were watching, but it was the most entertaining late model races I've seen in a long time, between second and third, fourth and fifth. If that would have been 10 more laps, I don't know. I think Kerry might have caught him. It all depends on tire management on that. But it was a race within a race, and it puts Brian right back in the hunt for another track championship but i'll tell you they can savor it because he got the car back in one piece let me give you the final results on that we had the uh outlaw open modified race for five grand that drew a lot of people but the late models and what i liked about it too it was a good solid 14 car feel and also a familiar name from racing at Thompson, from over the year with the SKs And the Thompson Modified, reappeared. R. J. Macott was in the race in the eighty-one. Okay, from Melville, Mass. And uh, the Macott family's been uh, three generations with the Little General Stores, and uh, over in of World Island. Brian Tag leads it from green to Checker. Tom Carey, the third, wins the icebreaker in second place tonight. His last race, he won an act tour race, so the guy is on fire. Ryan Morgan had to settle for the bronze medal. And uh, Woody Pitkett, fourth place in the 91 after winning both races last year. Matt Lewinsky-Lowe, who started on a pole, managed a top five finish. Uh, The Harrisville-Oakland Broncos Highway Rocket uh Genties construction sponsor rick Genties, no longer the one socket missile or the one socket rocket he lives in marvel now solid sixth place finish uh nick johnson who won his heat race on a daring move in his heat race he started fourth and before they got through turn two he got the lead and nobody caught him it was lights out what a move he put on for a young driver Early in that race, and it paid off. And he turned around after that, and for the first time this year, I think it was, he goes down to Seacon Speedway in one of the two races that didn't get rained out, and he gets the hardware down there by winning at Seacon. Uh, Charlie Bailey, the third, was eighth. Mark Jennison with that beautiful car. Now, Mark has got to win at all the tracks. Uh, no championships, but he's got to win at all tracks, so he's capable. Jimmy Renfro, double zero from Candia, uh, New Hampshire. I've mentioned him in the last three or four weeks because I see his name in three or four different racetracks, three or four different divisions, and all the drivers highly respect him for building cars. He's a good chassis man, I guess. Well, he got his feet wet in this and finished in the top 10, did not embarrass himself. He did spin out a couple of times, but he'll get it down pat. And then a couple of days later, he wins an ACT race over at in Hudson International Speedway on Sunday afternoon. So not too bad for his learning curve with that brand new car has got going with the ACT late models. Mike Benavides, uh, number 50 from Rhode Island, finished 11. R.J. Markott, we discussed 12th paul hurd and charles bailey uh, number four from lisbon connecticut rounded out the field in that outstanding race checker to green green to checker but a race within a race and then uh, we also had a hood fly off in that and land on another car and it had everything we had a one socket uh Not Woonsocket, but the Burrillville-Mapleville driver comes away with a real big win in the uh, limited sportsman. He came out of nowhere late in the race, and it was lights out for Corey Fanning in the number 47 instead of a number 11, and really shocked the crowd with the great performance. That's going to be brought to you by AuthorsHourBookstore.com, new and slightly read books, if you heard our author interview on our Authors Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, W-O-N-R-I, at yahoo.com for any locator service or a close-out book. Again, it's the new Authors Hour Bookstore.com. Well, it's a one for the money, two for the show. But we get it ready now, go This is James Dunn, host of Dunn's Deal on WNRI. The show features commentary on the issues of the day with a Patriots perspective. And I don't mean Belichick's. Now I'll be heard on Friday at 6.05 following the USA Radio News. Tell your friends, neighbors, and enemies about our new broadcast time, Friday nights, 6.05 on WNRI, Woonsocket. Little General Stores, there's one in your neighborhood. Uh, Sales that came out on Monday, uh, good until next Sunday. And then they changed it in the call on Monday, highlighted in red. And a nice, nice website too. Uh, Bone-in chicken thighs for the grill, 99 cents a pound. Uh, Shoulder steaks, a real good deal with no limit, $5.99 a pound. And Polish veal loaf, great cold cut for the summer. Put some American cheese with that and some nice pickle lily. At $5.99 a pound. Little General Stores, there's one in your neighborhood in great, great hours. Open eight days a week. Money orders, gift cards, propane exchange at most locations. I do a lot of business with the Chapel Street, one in Burville. I call ahead. My order from the deli is ready to go. One pound in increments on the best truck hamburger round. Sale or no sale, it's the best around. And you uh, uh, die hards on hamburger, especially for the one pound meals, whether it be a shepherd pie or a nice spaghetti sauce or you name it. Little General package it up any way you want with great customer service and great delis at all locations. Open eight days a week, Little General stores. And Be Blues Flowers was wrapping up for the day just before the rain. They missed us cloudy, cloudy weather coming in. We got some showers coming tonight. But they still got an ample supply of annuals, perennials. Uh, I'm going to bring up a scenario to you. Are you looking at your garden now and a couple of the spots didn't do from the seeds or from the transplants to get it going? And you want to make some changes? You still got plenty of time. It's early in June right now. You can get the expertise with over 65 years in business from three generations of Ginny uh, Biss, the Bilu family, everybody that works there, know what they're talking about with all that experience. So maybe you want to freshen up your garden right now. And a lot of people ask me where I get my hanging plants that lay flat on the wall. Instead of an 8-inch pot, a 10-inch, 12-inch pot, round, there's a flat one that'll go on a 6-by-6 six six post. Around a breezeway, around a garage that lays flat against the wall, Jeannie's got them over there because she she knows how to decorate and she knows how to sell. Now, if you want a just because gift, don't forget the gift shop. Voted number one in the area by the Reader's Choice Awards for consecutive years. Let her know what your budget affords. She'll match up the perfect gift for you. That and so much more. At B. Flowers at 665 Diamond Hill Road. Give them a call and Ralph will make a delivery. 401-766-3165. Let them know you heard the ad on WNRI with Wayne Barber. the other day come out of our Wally World getting a few the uh, things there on my shopping list and the carriages are in the sides of the cars and who are they going to fix? Who's going to fix this car with all this damage and stuff like that? So I went over to the person and I says give Angels Collision Center a call at 401-949-3952. They're located at 274 Route 44 Putnam Pike in Chapachet, Rhode Island. Beautiful, restored antique uh, building and a uh, really, really nice facility. High fences, LED lighting if you're waiting for an insurance adjustment. Uh, convenient hours are 8.30 to 5 p.m. He does sneak out once in a while to get nine holes in at this time of the year. But uh, windshield replacements. Expert color matching right out of the premises. Rob Feudy over 27 years. Uh, Mike does most of the work over there, Mike Feudy. But, uh, again, they work with all insurance companies, and they mix the paint. On the premises, he's got a reputation that is impeccable in the state of Rhode Island and the tri-state region for matching real tough color paints. Especially on the grays, on the fascias, and uh, he really does a great job at Angels Collision Center over there, Keith Ballou, too. Now, if you've got a Ford, uh, maybe a Roush Mustang or an old classic Ford. 302 or 429 or maybe an f-150 and you're looking for a high performance chip you know the electronic ignition and stuff like that you're looking for a ford high performance person or you need some machine shop work done dmb performance right in pasco Rhode island since 2000 tune-ups full brake service low and oil filters heating ventilation and ac work Battery starters, but they'll also get their hands dirty. They're ASC certified with a machine shop. They fix it right the first time or they rebuild it because they're true, true mechanics. And Dawn, scheduling everything and keeping everything flowing beautiful and a safe environment for your car, virus free she's got it right down pat fantastic family business in boroughville since 2000 it's d and b performance oh did i mention that he headed up the task ford racing program for about 20 years before he opened his own place that's where the ford experience comes from and when you go by you'll see a 65 mustang there or an old pickup with uh, maybe a 390 ford in here now i'm sure my age Or an old Thunderbird or something like that, because he loves working on the classic cars. They work on everything now, not just a replacer of parts. That's uh, 401-710-9800 at DMB Performance. Hey, JR, did you know we have an automobile racing museum? in the state of Rhode Island no no we don't yes we do we have one it's on Cleveland Street in Pawtucket, Rhode Island 8 Cleveland Street it's called Pro 9 Museum and he's saying, looking on his face he says where is Cleveland Street I don't know but I'm going to find it I'm going down with Oscar it's Wednesday <laughs> you want to go Okay, he doesn't want to go. He's got a man of phones there. But we're going to be taking a ride down to Pro 9 Motorsports Museum, where racing history repeats itself. You know, at one time, we had nine automobile racing surfaces in the state of Rhode Island. Did you know now we're the only state in the country that doesn't have a racetrack? Okay, how things change around. But they've got all the memories and all the history. From newspaper clippings to schedules to race cars intact on display. Matter of fact, Oscar's old Thompson modifieds in there. That his son used to race at Thompson Speedway. And that's just one of the many. Uh, Lenny Bowler's cars down there. Uh, Freddy Desero's cars. You talk about legends in racing. And all that information, call ahead, make an appointment. That's what I'm going to do at 401-447-4202. That's Pro-9 Automobile Motorsports Museum, where racing history repeats itself, right here in the Ocean State. Also, the same arm of that, the extension of that, is near... And they have a beautiful Chevrolet box van that Oscar did a fantastic job with the graphics showing the different decades of racing or the different styles of racing that we've had in this area with the pictures on the side of it. And you'll see them at a lot of events throughout New England, not just racing events. Field days, truck events, you name it. They're going to try to fill up the whole schedule now as the virus has dissipated and gone away. It makes it a lot safer. A lot of our members, you know, are over that 60 crowd. You know, so it was kind of hard taking a chance to go out there to meet the public. But uh, Rick Marischal and Paul Massey and uh, Mr. Quinn... There's, there's so many guys involved in us and near with over 300 members. In fact, my father's name's in it. George A. Barber from racing in the 50s and 60s and uh, way, way back with the eight ball car. But uh, the near vehicles there and you can pick their brain. Uh, you'll see some of the models on display. And uh, just gearheads, are very excited about keeping the racing dream alive in the New England area with all the heritage we have up here, where the history was made. You know, France came up here with the crew and raced at Lonsdale. We didn't go down there and invade Florida. They came up here to race with our boys over at Lonsdale. All documented in the Providence Journal. It's in my book. I got a whole chapter on it. New England's Golden Years of Racing, right here in Lonsdale, Rhode Island, and in eight other tracks. Pro Nine Museum and NEAR, what a combination. And glad to have them on as a sponsor. And we'll have a lot more to talk about on that after I do the uh, walk around down there if I ever get out of there. Because <laughs> you know me in racing. I'm going to get my ear full down there and my uh, questions asked. Let's get back to Thompson Speedway from Wednesday. Uh, again, the limited sportsman. Uh, in the qualifying, uh, Troy Waterman has dominated up there the last couple of years. Um and Ryan Waterman, I mean, there was two Watermans in there, two brothers, the 75 and the 7. Both black cars and both dialed in for that track. Scott Sundine, the 36, trying to get another year out of that with all those championships and all the wins. It's the who's who's of racing in that. Brent Gleason, his brother wasn't there, but Brent was Always prepares a fast car and drives through the walls. Larry Barnett, who won the icebreaker this year and has really got the car dialed in with the new style body and just wanted to get it back in one piece without killing himself to get ready for the next event. He did very well in his heat, too. So here we go. The race goes off. Nobody In the track or in the stands, is even giving Corey Fanning an eyelash on this. Back in the pack, methodically waiting his chance as the Watermans battled out up front, and then Larry Barnett and Gleason put the heat on. Corey Fanning come up through like a bat out of heaven. No, a bat out of the other place. The other place. Okay. And I'll tell you, it was lights out. And I can still see Larry Barnett's head. Where did he come from? But all they talked about after, too, the three of them were in victory lane. I got some nice pictures of it. Me and Larry have the same barber with no hair. But uh, they really respected each other and did not take out each other in that race. It was almost a carbon copy of like an act race at Thompson Speedway. They showed a lot of respect, and yet you could see the circles on the side of the cars. They were banging, but they did it the correct way. Ryan uh, Waterman still hung on in that race for a fourth-place finish. Scotty Sundin, fifth, got a lot to do on his program to get it back up with the other leaders. Uh, Nicholas Hovey. Uh, driving the 16 was sixth. Uh, the uh, actual finish on that was Corey Fanning, Gleason, and Barnett. Okay, let me get that straight before we start. Uh, then Troy Waterman, the brother, finished seventh. Uh, Jeffrey Van Pelt, Charlie Stott, uh, Doug Bonoit, Kevin Mason, uh, Tommy Shea, uh, Edward Flanagan, Christopher K from Dudley, Massachusetts, and Aaron Plemons from Uncasville, Connecticut. 15-car field and put on a nice, nice show. SK Late Modifieds had a first-time winner, and I think he was the most excited winner there. He jumped the highest, and he had the largest lungs when he let it out with victory lane. Paul Jarrett, number 28, after having so much bad luck at the track over the last few years, put it all together for an outstanding win. He calls Woodstock, Connecticut home. Over, over Anthony Bello and uh, John O'Sullivan III, who was everybody's pre-race favorite. It was his race to lose. He still ended up with a bronze medal. Albert Ouellette, who's been running the 51 in the uh, street stocks on Friday nights, uh, takes out the cobwebs off the 151 SK Light, finished fourth. He worked his way up to fourth early in the race. And... Uh, took a side contract, a part-time job with John Deere, and started mowing the infield grass. Didn't let it bother him. He got back in the race and he got back through the pack again to finish fourth. He's my hard luck charger of the entire night. Great job. Josh Carey, fifth. Jason Porquette, no relation. Sixth. Michael Mitchell from Cumberland, Rhode Island. Uh, Peter Lobchik from Redding, Connecticut. Uh, Danny Gamash. Right here, another familiar name for racing. Uh, matter of fact, he, he applied for that John Deere job, too. I got pictures of him in the infield. And then he tried to almost mix it up with a little bit of paint on that infield wall. But just, just missed it. And he stayed there long enough to get the caution and still end up with a top 10 finish by Danny Gamash in the 88. He calls North Smithfield, Rhode Island home. Most of the times it's down in Blackstone, I believe. Uh, that's part of that um, 44 deal with uh, Bobby Santos and all that, That same crew. Uh, Nathan Pytho, uh, Steve Kennaway had no luck in this race. He got crashed earlier in the race and then Paul French. Mini stocks. It was a very, very big win, a good win for Stephen Mikulski driving the 44, which was no surprise. The f- surprise was... Uh, Nathan Taylor in the 92 getting black flagged on lap number three of the race for trying to push Dave Trujillo around the whole track. <laughs> he never got off his rear bumper. I don't know how Dave held on, but they made the call. It was the only black flag of the night I saw, and he didn't like it. He stayed out there one extra lap before he budged, but he did get there. The, uh, the pointing, uh, disappointing thing on that, there was only a seven-car field. But Stephen Mikulski earned it. He's won a lot of races up there. Dave Trudeau stays true, a former champion in 97. Eric Bergeuse comes out of retirement in the 87 over his son Evan. Uh, Russell Barbosa was stuck in between and fourth. And Jared Roy, the Nathan Taylor in that particular race. Okay, the big uh, event of the night, all the money, and uh, drew the fans in from all around New England, was the first race on the Outlaw Open Modified Series. And that's going to be brought to you by Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Uh, You can see them Friday night at Stafford Speedway with the 53-foot trailer. Monadnock Speedway on Saturdays. New London Waterford with a 53-footer for all your speed, equipment needs. And it's Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Uh, They're located at the warehouse at Six Hill Road, Harrisville, 401-710-9992. That's the same building that houses Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair with the best brake job in northern Rhode Island. Open from 8 to 5, and then they go out on the road for the weekend or Wednesdays or whatever with the trailers. They go up north, they go down south. They are not afraid of customer service. Race car parts and supplier, custom fabrication, Uh, the cement has been poured. They're putting up a new building for a chassis shop to build cars. Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, and so much more. Race car parts and service from a career long racer, Mr. Shane Hopkins. Herbie hands up the service garage. And what a business they have! Their policy is no comebacks, let's get it repaired. At an affordable price the very first time. Now, Saturday night we also had an event over on Route 101 sponsored by Luz. And it was the uh, Classic Cars and Trucks show from 3 to 6 p.m. with over 400 vehicles. Northeast Race Cars has all those chrome goodies for you. Chrome valve covers. uh, All the special waxes for your classic vehicle. Not just race pods, Custom You know, for the nice classic stuff. You know what I'm talking about. They can get it for you or they have it on the shelf and they ship every day by 11 o'clock. Bring your stuff in from your catalog. They can look it up in the proper brands to save you the best. They got a huge order of Bassett racing wheels in this week. That was a backorder situation in a lot of the country. For the late model and the act cars, they got the shipment in. And they've got the parts. At Northeast... Race cars and speed, 401-710-9992, or 1-800-766-4748. Okay, the regular Sunoco modified race. Rocco won both races last year. He's second on the all time list behind Christopher, deceased Mr. Christopher, and proved it was no fluke. Uh, the same competition came from Mike Christopher Jr., who took him about five laps to get from the fifth and sixth spot up to the second spot, and then it was the cat and mouse game between the two. Keith Rocco comes away with the win, driving the 57 over Mike Christopher in the 82. Uh, Danny Cates, third. Stayed right with him. Derek Gluchaka, 88 from Donovan's Mass, had his best finish in the Sunoco Modifieds and uh, really has come on strong. John Lewinsky Lowe from the late model series from years and years is now dabbling in the Modifieds. A solid fifth place finish. Joe Allegro, Jr. from Vernon, Rhode Island. Chase Cook. Christian Tarissi from Clinton, Connecticut. Troy Talman, who won his heat, walking away, part of that tag uh, racing program. Uh, as one of the nephews. And uh, was doing really, really well in the feature race. Uh, Led a few laps until Rocco caught him. Uh, Then he was hanging between second, third, and fourth. And somebody flipped them out, not flipped them over, but spun them out good right, at the, right in front of the stands, right into the wall. And his night was done for the night. Like I said, I sat in the stands behind the tag cheering section, and Troy's mother came running down. And it was quite an emotional scene seeing the two sisters hug, you know, wondering the fate of one of their drivers. And then he put his hand out, you know, signaling the crowd. He was okay, and it was quite a relief. But it was quite a dose of pure racing reality on how dangerous it is. They'll rebuild that car. They'll get it back for Friday night at Stafford. That is a promise. They're a hard-working team. Paul Laplante, uh, tenth. Uh, Jonathan Pueyo, who uh, had a very horrific wreck this year earlier up at Stafford has bounced back well. He had a very good heat race, too, in the seven, second Second-generation driver. Uh, Williams in the 59 was 12th. Jason Sundeen, who got uh, in the crash. Uh, 13th, and Darian Renaham from Woodbury, Connecticut, rounded out the 14-car field. The last event of the night. Who survived the earlier part of the night? and now gets in the Outlaw Open Modified Series race. This is a 75-lap main event. Uh, 17 cars made the field all the way from Mooresville, North Carolina. Lap leaners were a lot of the Wayland drivers who made the trip. Anthony Nasala led 1-7 through seven in the 92. Jonathan McKennedy, Driving the Baldwin car. uh, Back, he led from 8 to 50. Okay, David Sappinsley, and then Rocco, 52 through 75. Three lead changes among four drivers. What a fantastic 38-minute, 75-lap feature. Margin of victory was 0.15 seconds. Heat winners were Jonathan McKennedy and Rocco. There was only four minor cautions in the race. Now, I'm going to uh, retract myself, and uh, Jonathan McKennedy was not in a Baldwin car. He was in the 79. As soon as I said it, I had to check the number on it. I'm so used to having him uh, be in the 7. Okay, so Rocco comes away with a check for 5,000 for that, plus he won the other race, Uh, That was anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000, plus I don't know how many lease cars or cars that he's got his uh, corporation, Keith Rocco Racing, involved in. But it was a very profitable night, and two more victories on Keith Rocco to tie Larry Barnett for second all-time wins at Thompson behind Teddy. Uh, Ronnie Williams, second in that race from Thailand, Connecticut. Ryan Priest, what a week he had. Um, As you know, he drives the Cup Series on a limited basis this year. They do not have a full Series. And he got a truck race that he got on Friday for the first night in the Camping World Truck Series. And all all he did was win it in his very first attempt in the Truck Series. Fifth time it's happened in NASCAR series. Ryan Newman was the last one to do it back in 2008. So if this doesn't open some doors for him, uh, probably driving a Ford. Because I'm hearing rumors that uh, Kazolowski there in the number two might be parting ways with Penske. And I got a feeling that uh, Ryan Price has got the, on the radar for a lot of other teams right now to move up. On the uh, quality of the uh, shops and stuff like that. He's doing very well for the uh, ride he's in right now. But uh, Ronnie Williams was second. Ryan Priest came up from New York. Uh, he calls uh, North Carolina home now in that sixth New York. Um, let me see. The Riverside car. With green uh, decals on it. Very, very different. Uh, Matt Swanson fourth in the old blue. Uh, the bowler car. Chris Pastryak fifth. Jonathan McKennedy in the 79, not the 7, Mike Christopher Jr. was in the Baldwin car. That's why. He was in the 7 New York from Walcott. That must be a contract thing they had that they had to honor. Uh, Dave Sappinsley who had a, a real outing. Uh, on the outs with nascar over the oswego uh fiasco that he got involved in i uh, came back for this field anthony now who led the first part of the race finishes ninth uh mac zackham and rounded out to top 10 andrew prowse rashadi sean monahan uh played with the big boys too uh anthony flannery josh Zentek. Uh, Brett Herseby from Brewster, Mass. And Brian Weber made the trip all the way up from Mooresville, North Carolina for the big race. It's going to happen three more times this year. 75 laps, five grand to the winner. Friday night, the rain gods stayed away from Stafford Speedway. And that's going to be brought to you by who's next on our list? Who let the dogs out? Who? Who? Boroughville Motors did. And Larry's 24-hour towing. Right there. You can call the same phone number and schedule Rhode Island Vehicle State Inspection. 401-568-6286. All under one roof. Lockout service. Jump-starting service. Uh, did you just spend your stimulus check and buy a motorcycle or an ATV and you want to get it home without getting tagged? Give them a call. Give me the address. They'll take care of it 24-7. Also, used auto and truck sales with new arrivals every day. Again, Rhode Island Vehicle State Inspections. Peter, Jerry, John, Brian, the rest of the staff, ASC certified. Uh, AC service right now is very, very popular. They're all factory trained. They got a whole pallet of free on, and I'm glad I'm not paying that bill. Expert body work and insurance estimates adds Boroughville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-hour towing. They work with all insurance companies right on the premises. They don't farm anything out. 401-568-6286. Download it into your phone or your Android right now. And please do not forget it in the car. Oscar Hancock, same phone number but a brand new address to serve our customers. I know why. He's got two service bays now boats, race cars. Campers, trucks, he's got the overhead, the high doors. They can do the vehicle wraps and all your decals and all stuff like that. The vinyl wraps right in house now, inside, no matter what the weather is. You know why you have to wait for the metal to get warm to do a nice job? That's why Oscar moved up there. And also, at the same time, he gives Desiree her own office and her own cubicle. You know who well, I'm talking about, Desiree with three E's, the best graphic artist in New England. American Beauty Signworks, Oscar Hancock, a Vietnam veteran. I think he was in the Navy. He's a member of that 818 of uh, WinSocket, Veterans for uh, Vietnam Vets. And also, they're an essential coronavirus small business. I hope he makes a plaque for them, and puts it on the wall in case those viruses never come back. That way you'll have that record forever. Because he makes signs. He makes decals. He does vehicle graphs. He does trade show displays. All of our authors at the Association <laughs> of Island Authors, they're getting those uh, pull-up signs that go right behind the tables while they're doing book signings. Uh, table cloths, handout materials, business cards, neon signs, trade show displays. Channel letters, or how about sign repairs from all the wind? Everything all under one roof. I got his phone number tattooed on my left arm. My wife thinks I'm having an affair. 401 767 2922. That new location is 706 St. Paul Street in North Smithfield. Where it is, it's across from the fire department behind Little General on the right-hand side of Powell Motors. Now you got the picture? Just when you're coming up to the traffic light at the end of St. Paul Street, where it joins Great Road. They're right there with parking at the door, two service bays, and better to serve you for the next decade going forward. American Beauty Signworks. 401-767-2922. And let all of our fine sponsors know where you're getting all this information. Stafford Speedway. Brian Narducci loses his ride in the uh, modified division on Friday night. So Rocco pulled a few strings. They got a few sponsors together and put him in another car. And all he does is prove that he can get the job done and wins an SK modified race. Brian Narducci comes away with the handicaps or not with the win over Matt Vassa, Dave Root third, Stephen Kopchick, Tyler Hines. No worse than fifth all year. He's staying right in the hunt for a championship. Michael Gervais Jr., Mikey Flynn, Mikey Christopher Jr. could only manage an eighth-place finish tonight over Ronnie Williams and Todd Owen. Marcelo Rufano, Andrew Malla, uh, Doug Mercevey from Chatham, Mass., who raced down a Thompson, too, and Rocco himself could only manage a 14th place finish. Twenty-four Caulfield of the Who's Who's and racing in New England. Now I'll tell you, Rocco's got his workout to get a championship this year. Uh, I think he's about fourth or fifth in the points, and the clock is ticking. Late model 30-lap feature had Wayne Curry Jr. from Fairfield coming away over former champion and current points leader Michael Bennett. Uh, Michael Ray, Tyler Leary, who won a big race up in Manadnack also. Fourth, uh, one of the two saunders, Al, finished fifth. John Blake, Adam Gray, last week's winner, and Daryl Keane. Let's see who else is on the list. i got to find out two on the SK yes, Lights for the women to race uh, Cliff's on his ninth, and uh, Dwayne Provost. Tommy Fern, the all time leader in late model wins and late model championships, had to settle for a 12th place finish in the late model's 23 car field. SK Light Modified, 20 lap main event. Brian Sullivan from Tallinn comes away with the uh, checkers over Stevie Chapman, Derek Debus. He's uh, won quite a few races this year. I think three already, and the current points leader. Uh, Bob Shalin, Tyler Chapman, ladies in racing. Here we go. Amanda West, sixth place finish. Anthony Bello, Chris Matthews. Uh, Nicole Shambrello, 13th. Megan Fuller, 14th. And I got two pages on this, so that's quite a field. 23-car field all the way back to uh, Alina Bryden was the 23rd car from West Springfield and that. I believe was five female races in the SK Light Modified. Limited late model had Gary Patton, second win of the year, over Maddie Clement. Alexander Fern, one of our women in racing, with two wins this year, the all-time female race winner at Stafford Speedway. Uh, gets valuable points, third place finish. Uh, Rich Hammond, Jeremy Lavoy, Devin Jensek, and it looks like it was a 13-car field. Street stocks. Frank Leotoil and Chris Meyer will go down right again. But in between, Adrian Paradise, the third from Plainvale, sneaks out a win this week. Over Tyler Trott, Frank Leoto third, Travis Heider, there's Meyer at fifth. Uh, Nikki Hovey, Bert Ouellette with the 51 in the street stocks, a seventh-place finish. Bobby Sturck, Travis Downey, and Jason Finkbaum. Uh, I get an email from Lynn Kabiscus. I heard it on tonight's show. Thank you very much for the congratulations on my happy birthday. Thank you. Lynn Kabiscus listens to the race chatter. Isn't that interesting? She must be one smart lawyer. And then we got... uh, Kyle Johnson and a few others in this other race here, which is the Street Stocks 22 Garfield. Oh, Samantha Dell from Harrisville also. we got to get her on the show here. This is her first year on that with the Modifieds and this, uh, that particular division that she's in. I want to pick her brain a little bit on the experience working in that division first time i got to go through the list here to make sure we make this show possible before I give you the news about Seekonk. Seekonk started the night, and they got the Phils Propane Triple Crown race of the night, the late model. They got that scheduled first before the rain gods took over. Of the four scheduled races, they got two in. They're going to catch up on those other two races this Saturday night. So this Saturday night, you're going to see six races instead of four. But the 50-lap main event in late models had a, drew an 18 race car field for the Phils, uh, Phil's Propane Triple Crown. And uh, Nick Johnson, who had the uh, heat win over at Thompson Speedway, got talked to in by family members to go down there and tangle with these guys, and it paid off. Over current points leader going for his eighth championship, Jerry D. Gasparri Jr. in the 71, who didn't damage his reputation with a second-place finish. Uh, Richie Murray, third, uh, the guy that's going to be there with two wins already this year. Vinny Aradnigogato in the 17th, fourth place. Valuable points. Uh, Former truck champion with a win this year, Joshua Hedges, rounded out your top five in the mass, number 29. Uh, Ryan Flood, Jeremy Lilly, Mark Hudson, uh, Ryan Souvier and Chase Belcher rounded out your top 10 of that 18-race team outstanding field. Sports trucks. It's been two drivers all year. They've won every race, and it continued again tonight. 25-lap main event had 10 race teams down four. It started out the opening uh, week this year, 17 race teams in the trucks. So I don't know if it's economics Too much damage, lack of sponsors, I don't know, maybe it's vacations. But the field did shrink down to 10. But it was good enough for the Everett Autopods' Barry Shaw Jr. for another win. And I'll tell you, he is walking away with this division with quality machinery under him. Mike Caballero, the all-time leader in the trucks and all-time champion, Finally figures it out for the silver medal tonight. Driving the Elmwood uh, trucks, uh, Elwood Auto Parts there, Elmwood Motors, number 80, finishes second. So he'll be uh, tapping on victory lane here very shortly. Women in Racing 2021, Brittany Campbell third in the eighth. Amy Arsenault in the fourth. Uh, fourth place finish, driving the nine. Ageless winner, Lindy Guy in the 77th. Mike Duarte, former champion and a winner this year, had to settle for a sixth. Ethan Highburn, Rick Martin, uh, Radical Rick, now with 97 career wins, two this year in trucks, had to settle for eighth tonight over Bobby Bush Jr. and Johnny Silva. One last comment. We got the uh, buzz, Chew Chevrolet Cadillac 200, and that was over at Riverhead. And back to back wins this year for Doug Kobe. He took a week off and won the SRX race up at Stafford over a national audience on CBS TV. And um, is really going to work to uh, come away with the William Modified Championship with one fewer race. But it proved the Sha Ford was no fluke. Doug Kobe comes away with the win, and the next 15 cars after him were all Chevrolet powered. 200 lapper. Uh, This is the first time he's won at the Riverhead New York Bullring, and he's done it twice this year with one more race on the docket. Pat Emmerling, the point leader, is there, and Pat leads with 249. Uh, Justin Bonsignori from Long Island right behind him at 246. Tommy Catalino, Doug Kobe, now is tied for fourth at 208, 41 points back with Woody Pitcat. With a lot of room left in the schedule. That was race six of six. Renfro dominated to win the act first race over at uh, Hudson International Speedway also. I'd like to thank our sponsors tonight. DMB Performance, Angels Collision Service, Pro 9 and Near, Boroughville Motors, Northeast Speed and Racing, uh, Harvest Moon, Author's Hour, and everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow morning on the Author's Hour.